belly up to the bar, barflies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the program, I do want to mention this show is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. Uh, it's our personal store for all of your goofy clothing needs. We have some great lines such as the I My Grandma's Bookie line. We also have the Neighborhood Nuisance for those idiot friends of yours that are a nuisance to the neighborhood. We also have the WinBets Pound Beers line. Those are our top three lines that we sell, along with many other items. We actually just came out with our first shoe, quote-unquote, shoe deal. Technically not a shoe deal, but we got slides for the summer, which are perfect. Got our logo on it. Mine are, my sample is coming in in, a cup, in about a week or so, so we hope you enjoy. Check some of those out, and when you're there, use the cr- promo code MWBFG at checkout. For 25% off of your order, that is MWBFG at checkout for 25% off of your order. And to visit, the link will be in the description of wherever you are hearing this podcast. Thank you for your time. Let's get on with the show. All right, folks, to start off this week's episode, I want to talk about one of the stupidest stories that I've heard in recent memory come out of Major League Baseball. And that story is between the San Francisco Giants' Jock Peterson, and the Cincinnati Reds' Tommy Pham. So, for those of you that did not hear this story, apparently, Jock and Tommy had a fantasy football league this past week, uh, this past season. And in that league, Jock made a particular play for his roster, on his roster, that didn't sit well with the rest of his league. What he did, according to Jock, in a, in a video that was posted on Twitter, I'll leave the link below. He had a player that was out, designated as out for the week. And he took that player and he put him on injured reserve. So what that means is when he put him on injured reserve, that freed up another roster spot that he could add a different player into. Just in case he had problems with like running backs, receivers, what have you. He had more choices. That, I guess, did not sit well with the rest of his league. Because they said, they accused him of cheating, saying he was stashing players, this, that, the other thing. And, subsequently, looks like it transitioned onto the field. When this past weekend, when the Giants were playing the Reds, Tommy Pham met up with Peterson during batting practice, had a few words for him, and Will Smith him right across the fucking face. My mind is blown to that I'm even saying these words. I just... I cannot even fathom the idea of striking someone in real life over something as trivial as fantasy football. All right, let's break this down for a second. No one should assault anyone over something as trivial as fantasy football. No one should Will Smith somebody across the face just because someone made a big brain move like Jock Peterson did. Because he did. That was a big brain move to end all, not end all big brain moves, but that is something that should be at the front page of every how to play fantasy football, fantasy football, football for dummies book to ever be printed or published in the history of forever. What he did was strategy, ladies and gentlemen. And now obviously I 
don't know these two personally. I don't know what actually transpired after it back during the season, back during the fantasy football season. But to me, if Jacques would have kept that player on injured reserve, even though the guy was healthy, if that's even possible, that would have been a cause for cheating allegations and saying, hey, asshole, you're stashing players. But if he didn't do that, and he did what in my head I would have done, is kept him on injured reserve till after the week was over, took him off, dropped the other guy and whatnot, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Because he's using that extra roster spot to not stash, place a player that is injured for the week and is not going to be of any use to you in that coming week. So basically, bottom line here is Tommy's a f- Tommy Pham's a freaking idiot, and he just slapped himself, no pun intended, with a three-game suspension over something that's not even baseball-related. He's got slapped, again, no pun intended, with a three-game suspension over fantasy football. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, the Reds fans are ashamed of him, this, that, whatever. Reds fans are ashamed of the entire fucking team. The Cincinnati Reds are a dumpster fire this year. But just to add on this Tommy Pham situation to that season just makes that team, that franchise, an entire laughingstock. And if that's how this season's going to go for them, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this year. It's going to be one hell of a ride. And I hope everyone has their popcorn ready. Because Jesus Christ. Alright, so for this next segment, um, I want to kind of split up into two parts here. Because there is a serious side to this story. But also there is a comedic side to this story. Not comedic, the funny side to me. And I want to make sure people understand that I'm not trying to make fun of her for that serious part. I'm not trying to make fun of her at all. I respect this woman. I'm not trying to make, like, I'm not making fun of her directly. I'm just making jokes on the situation. Not this first part. But the second part, so this first part, um, this woman, this woman named Stephanie Maddow, I believe is how you pronounce it. She was from 90 Day Fiance, and she got famous a few months ago for selling jarred farts. She got famous for farting in jars and selling them to people. I don't know what, to, I don't know how else to do that, that like explain that. So, cause it, it just seems blunt, but in her path, not her path, in her journey of doing this, she did experience some very serious health problems because of the diet that was needed for her to always be so gassy for her to be able to keep up the demand of people wanting to sniff her farts out of a jar. It caused various health problems. She went to the hospital, this, that, the other. Thankfully, she's fine, but she had to stop doing that and look elsewhere for her business ventures. One of those things, and I wrote an article about it, I'll link it down below, was fart jar NFTs, which in the NFT game, she, the, if you look those up, those are freaking adorable. Um, but she was able to transition to fart jar NFTs, and she continued, allegedly, according to the article, continue to make a fortune on them. 
And God bless her for being a great businesswoman. I have nothing but respect for this woman. She is able to make bank, allegedly, on fart jars and fart jar NFTs because people are buying them up. And I love this woman for doing this. Now, to transition to the funnier part of the story. This woman, Stephanie Maddow, is back in the news for selling... And I'm building this up for dramatic suspense. Getting you wondering what I'm about to say. Just guess. Just take a wild shot at what I'm about to say. If you not have seen, if you have not seen this article or this story yet. If you have, obviously, I'm just wasting your time. But she is selling bottles of boob sweat. She is selling bottles of boob sweat for an alleged, not alleged, for. What she says, allegedly, that is probably the right word. I don't know. I'm just going to stick with that for legal reasons. But according to this article, she is selling them for $500 a pop on her X-rated site, Unfiltered. $500 a pop. What the fuck are we doing here, people? People are doling out 500 bucks. A bottle for this woman's boob sweat. And you want to know how she's collecting this sweat? She's sitting out in the sun. This is she's doing this safely. If you look up, you're gonna see the article I linked below. She's doing this safely. Please don't do this unsafely, for lack of a better term. She's taking the necessary precautions, this, that, what have you. But she's sitting out in the sun when her boobies sweat, she's taking a bottle, and she's putting the sweat into the bottle. I don't know how else to explain it, but according to this article, that's basically how I explained it, but in my terms. And she's... I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say, except I... Who's buying these? Who's buying bottles of boob sweat for an apparently 500 smackers? Who's doing that? And for the record, I'm not mad at her. I'm not upset with her. She's making her... Buck, I've said a million times in this segment, I respect her as a businesswoman. But who in the world is buying bottles of boob sweat? Because I want to know, because I want to see what the market is for this kind of stuff, and I'm going to sell dick sweat. What would stop me from selling dick sweat? I mean, come on. It's just I can just go out for a run and go, oh, squeeze a little bit, it, it, like, done. Selling it for... $300. No, actually, I'll sell it for $20. I'll make bank. But it's just, there's people out there, and it's probably just nasty. I don't even want to think about it, but if she's selling them on her X-rated site, I couldn't imagine what people are doing with that boob sweat while they watch her any of these videos she makes. I couldn't even imagine it. And it makes me grossed out to try to imagine it, so I'm going to take another sip of my beer. Because, <laughs> But anyway, I'm glad she's still doing well. Glad she's healthy. I'm glad she's making money. But to the people that are buying this stuff, for the love of God, I don't even know what for the love of God. Just, I need to go to another segment before I puke in my mouth. All right, so for the final segment of this episode, I think... <laughs> I. I wanted to bring up this really cool story 
uh, about my grandma, about Grandma Barfly. Now, for the OGs of this of our page, you're gonna know Grandma Barfly as one heck of a fireball. She was an absolute wild card when it came to the content that was made on this website. And she was an absolute wild card because she didn't have a filter. She would send me some of the most outrageous text messages just so I would react to them in an article. And she loved it. And I loved it. Because it was such a cool situation where I got to work on a project with my grandma about stuff that a grandson and a grandmother should never talk about together. Never in a million years. I mean, if, even if you go on our website and you go to the search bar and you type in Grandma Barfly, you're going to find some crazy shit. And I loved every second of it because it was so much fun just for her to be a star. And she thought I was a star. And I'm about to go on a little tangent here. She thought I was a star because I was on, I was doing this internet stuff, making content. People were reading, people were listening, all, all this stuff. And the fact I was able to make her a part of it and people loved it, people enjoyed it. It just brought, just filled my heart, man. It was such a cool thing to do. And one of the other cool, like, and one of the other cool things was when we got to make a shirt for her. So as you, as I stated before in this episode, we do have a, a line of clothes at our store called I'm my grandma's bookie line. And I think it's a funny fucking shirt. And I've worn it out multiple times. People have commented on it. People enjoyed it. I told them, Hey, go fucking buy one. But no, and I wanted to just tell you the story of it because I thought it was it was so it was so funny so it's just so cool. So for the OGs of the of the website back in twenty nine, I think we started twenty nineteen or or no twenty nineteen yeah twenty nineteen. Um, I called my grandma and I I texted her. Unfortunately, she was losing losing her hearing. I texted her and I said, hey, grandma, do you want to make football picks? Because I thought it'd be freaking, I thought it'd be funny. I thought it'd be funny to have my grandma make football picks straight up because God, God forbid I try to explain the spread to her. I loved her, but no shot I was going to wait. I was not, I was going to use up or try to explain it through text, actually, through a text message, through multiple text messages because of the hearing thing. But as soon as I texted it, I was like, I thought this would be a great idea, and it was. And she said she 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 wanted to do it, and she did. So through week one, so the championship, because I can't see what the championship is. She every week I would text her game after game, and she would through some reasoning in her head would make picks straight up on those games. And I loved it too because anytime there was a Packer game or a Bear game, she would always pick the Bears and Packers every single time. I don't know why. It, probably because they were the local team. She knew them, that, this, that, the other. But every time she would pick them, I'm like, oh, Bears game, pick them. Oh, Bears are playing the Bucks. She's going to pick the Bears, even though the Bucks like blew them out like 45 to 7 or something that one year. 
But it was so cool to have that moment with her. And to be quite honest, she did fucking good. Like, you know those stupid picks before games that were, like, the commentators at the booth uh, will go one by one and, like, pick the game straight up? I think she could rival a lot of them with the way she did, with how she did. Because, obviously, she would have weeks where she was 500. She would have weeks where she was well over 500. She would have weeks where she's under 500. And she was actually pissed at that. She was like, oh, that's not very good. I'm like, Grandma, like, God bless you, but... How often do you follow football? And you're two games under 500 and you're mad? That's sick that you're getting so invested into this. But that's awesome that you were able to do that. And I think at the end, she she was over 500. I'd have to go back and check the her record. But she was well over 500. And the fact that the major networks didn't get a chance to see that and make that a segment is just fucking criminal because it would have been amazing. But anyway, getting back to my point, um, so she, it was at the end of the football season and she was, and I was like, oh, grandma, thanks for doing this, this, that, whatever. She texts me back. She goes, what else are we picking? <laughs> what other games are we picking? <laughs> so she, she wanted to keep going and I was like, grandma, I don't know how to, make this into a I should have done more work on it I should have figured it out but I didn't know how to make it into a weekly series for her because baseball hadn't started yet basketball and hockey were like closing out so and it was tough to get a consistent amount of games for her to pick just because if you've seen these articles you see I had like an intro and like the whole list of picks it, it was just basically the picks itself is what I'm trying to say so I, I was trying to think of a series but I was like, Grandma, that's so cool. You want to keep going? And I'll try to figure something out. But she kept saying, oh, I want to keep making picks. I want to keep making picks. And I'm just like, I just turned her into a gambler. I just turned her into a shark. And I just, I was, I thought it was the coolest thing ever that I just made a shirt for her. And the best part is when she received that, she loved it. She loved it. She, she didn't know I made it. She didn't know she was getting it. And I, I sent it to her, and the first thing I saw was on Facebook a picture of her in that shirt with the biggest smile on her face because she knew her grandkid made it. And she knew her grandkid had a store that was selling shit. So before I get too teary-eyed, th- thank you, Grandma, for everything you you did for me. I love you so much, and I miss you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all once again for joining in. This was a beautiful episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. So for next week, I would love to get some of your voicemails and your emails. Ask me anything. Ask me stupid what-if questions. Give me scenarios to choose from. Uh, Tell me about your life and tell tell me a story, a funny story that you want me to comment on. Or, like, if you were in the right or something. Just give me something funny to to deal with. I would love to hear from you all. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Hope you all enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. And I can't wait to be back next week. Thank you so much. Cheers. Take care. Let's go.